the blood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Book of Ephesians, the first chapter. Ephesians chapter 1. Chapter 1. We're going to extrapolate verses 3 through 5. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. If you're there, say, I have it. If not, hurry up. We're just going to move on. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. The Bible says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us, in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, chosen for his purpose. Have you ever wondered or asked yourself a question, why am I here or why was I born? Or what is the calling on my life, if any? Why am I here? Is always a good question. A lot of people oftentimes go a lifetime looking for themselves. Looking for a position. Looking for a place to belong to. Looking for someone to love them, even though they may be struggling with loving themselves. You know, we, we have to understand that it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We were not smart enough to make us. But when we understand from the Bible what God's intentions and intended plans for us, if we have never settled down to anything, that is real and profound, we ought to settle down to the fact that he chose us. We did not choose him. He made us. We did not make him. He's greater than us. We're not greater than him. So the Bible declares that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places In Christ, 
that in Christ there, that word in is a preposition. God chose us in Christ. And he did it before the foundation of the world. Man cannot find out who he is. Woman cannot find out who she is. No one can find out who they are if they are not willing to accept God's account of who we are. So we have been blessed. Can you say I'm blessed? So you got a need this morning. I need to tell you the need is already met because we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The note is already paid. The body is already healed. The mind is already at ease. We have been chosen by the Lord for a particular person uh, for a purpose and we have been called blessed, hath blessed. Look at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. That us there is the body of Christ. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Which means then that everything that we see now that is physical, a handkerchief, a handkerchief, a house, stockings, it does not matter. All of these things that are now physical at one time were spiritual. So my God shall supply every one of your needs. So we have to understand also that the one who made us is responsible also for making a way for us. Now I'm here to tell you, God made a way. He, he, matter of fact, he made a way long time ago. It's not that we're so smart and that we've got it all together to the point that we know everything. We don't know everything. We know what we ought to know. But what we ought to know right here in this message is that God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Somebody got carried away the other day and said, hey, God said, if you ask me for something and I don't have it, I'll run over there and make it for you. Because God loves you, man. This, listen, his love is so profound until we can't explain it. It's an enduring love. It's an everlasting love. It is, it is not just a pseudo love, a fake love. It's not fake news. God is love. And love is God. And God so loved us until he made us. We got messed up and eaten by Adam. Man fell, but I thank God for his love. Love made a way out of no way. See, if we would operate in agape love instead of phileo love, we would be better off. We'd be a stronger people. Agapeo love is the God kind of love. That's the love that looks beyond everybody's faults and sees everyone's needs. And no matter what is done to it, oh, the agony that Christ went through just to get to that cross and how he was treated. That's the kind of love that God has placed in every one of us that is born again. He looked beyond all of that. And he killed Jesus. What love. But see, a lot of times we want to operate in phileo love. That's a, if you put up with me, I put up with you. You don't want anything to do with me? 
I don't want to have anything to do with you. We'll never grow that way because we'll find ourselves in a valley full of giants and nobody is our friend and everybody's the enemy. So we get, got to get our mind tight and right. If you love people and if I love people like God wants us to love people, then we wouldn't be so critical against other people because I guarantee you if you don't, the person next to you has a fault. So we've already been blessed. We have already been blessed. How many of y'all uh, would love to walk into the blessing? That's the way God does. If you pray for something, he'll make a way out of no way. You'll wake up one day and you're right there. I believe I got some witnesses in here because, you know, and it wasn't because you acted so right the day before you walked into the blessing. <laughs> uh, some of us cut up 14 days a week. Now, verse, now watch verse 4. According as he hath chosen us in him, in Christ, before the foundation of the world. Man, rest on that. Chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Chosen is the Greek word eklego. E-K-L-E-G-O. It means to pick out. It means to select as your choice. It means to select for oneself. Now watch this. It's not necessarily the rejection of what you don't want. But it is what is chosen that you do want. In other words, when God chose us, it doesn't mean that he rejected everybody else because he said, whosoever come to me is drawn by God and I will in no wise cast out, right? So when he chose us or beheard us, it's the idea of kindness, favor, and a whole lot of love. God said, listen, I chose you. Now, this was before mom and daddy got together. Hello? God says, I chose you because I love you, and I'm going to put my favor upon you. How many of y'all got favor on your life? Yeah, I'm going to put my favor on your life. And when your enemies rise up against you, I'm going to show enough, show out, because I chose you. I made choice of you. I gave you my favor, and I gave you Eternal life because of my grace. So we were chosen. Say chosen. We were chosen out and we were selected by God. By God, everybody. Before the foundation of the world. There's no way you can wrap your mind around that. That's a truth right there that you must receive so that you can start looking at yourself in a whole other light. Don't be walking around putting yourself down because you may not look as well as somebody else. Let me tell you something. Uh, beauty is only skin deep. Ugly is bone, baby. Somebody can look, they can look finer than frog hair, split 15 different ways. But have the ugliest ways. The most terrible attitude to the point that they just turn everybody off. You may know somebody like that. But we were not even a sperm when we were chosen. We were not even in this world when we were chosen. Mama and daddy 
they were not even here when we were chosen. And God chose us and put his favor upon us. And that's why nobody can deny us what God has already given us. Can't do it. Cannot do it. And the aim of this message is for us to settle down, relax, and know that I'm chosen. And that I've got favor. And this was before the foundation of the world. It's a lot of good things in this Bible, but people don't have time, for the most part, to ferret it out because some folk read the Bible to discover what other people's sins are. While they overlook all this stuff. We don't want to be no Pharisees. Chosen in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy. That word holy right there is the word hagias, separated, set apart for God exclusive use and for God exclusive glory. Now let me back up right quick because I need to do this before we move forward. Since we were chosen by the Lord, And we were not even a sperm when we were chosen. We were an idea in God's mind. We were in his mind, an idea. So we were allocated to our daddy's loins when God made him. We were in our earthly father's loins. Now you talk about deep. We were in our earthly father's loins. When God made him. And so him and mama got together, got real busy. Sperms were released. And mother conceived. You ready? Since he chose us in Christ. Now you think about that. We didn't even know Jesus. <laughs> he hadn't even come. He wasn't even born when we were chosen in him. So he chose my color too. I ain't got no help in it. He, he, he chose my color. He chose my daddy's color. You know somebody, he don't see color. Liar, liar, pants on fire. So he chose my color. He chose my gender. Uh huh. He chose all that. So why do some people struggle to not be that? To not want that? To want to be somebody else? Baby, ain't nobody like you. You are the original. So we need to accept the fact that God made us, chose us, put mom and dad together, chose our ethnicity. He chose all of that. So we find ourselves today in a world like this that don't particularly care for folk that's painted this color. But let me tell you something. What we need to understand is that what God made, man can't stop it. Whatever God's purpose is for your life, man can't block it and stop it. You got to go on and be who God has made you to be, called you to be, to do what he told you to be. That's your path in life. Not to be trying to change your sexual orientation and all the rest of that stuff. You know, because what happens is that it generates a whole lot of confusion. 
So God's purposes are higher and more lofty than ours. And if we would embrace his purposes or his purpose for us, then we can settle down and grow up in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because we were not smart enough to find the Lord, those of us in here that's born again, he found us. But here's the deal. Before the foundation of the world, we were behaved. We were chosen. We were picked out for his favor. And he put his love upon us. And he carried us into the banquet hall. And the banner over us is love. Listen, you cannot live in this world and get along with people if you don't have the love of God in your heart. You won't be able to sustain yourself for years to come if you don't let God's love abide. You, you got to, listen, you got to have his love flowing through you to reach somebody else so that they'll know that the Lord is yet alive. We were chosen. And we were chosen and we were sanctified and we were set aside that we should live holy and without blame before him in, in love. So we as Christians ought to want to live a blameless life. And I think all of us in here probably are struggling with loving people that seem to be unlovely. It ain't your love. It ain't my love. God said, give it away. Uh, Just give it away. See, we try to feel like, well, I don't feel like I love you. Love ain't no feeling. Love is an action. And the most revealed thing that I can think of standing here right now is when it dawned on me that you don't like me. Now the love of God constrains me to show you some love. I can't do that in my own strength. You can't do it in your own strength. But we are chosen to be holy and without blame before him in love. No dirt under the fingernails for throwing a rock, hiding hand. No running nobody's character down. No wishing that anybody would fall. All those thoughts are demonic. We ought to want the very best for our brothers and our sisters. And all that ain't brothers and sisters, those that are in the world, we want the best for them. Chosen. Picked out by the Lord himself. In Christ, before the foundation of the world. That's where we came from. Way back there in eternity. And we're here for a purpose. I had no idea that I had been called to preach. I was calling folk to see if they wanted some more dope. But when you look at it today, and you go back on your own life, in your younger years, were you really in church? I wasn't. I'm not proud of it. But we all came from somewhere. Look at your neighbor asking where you come from. You, you, we, we, we all came from somewhere. We all came from somewhere. So ain't no need, you know, it, it, if I say that I sold drugs and I was this and I was on drugs and all that, baby, ain't no need of you talking about, hmm, ain't that something. No, deal with your own stuff. Huh, ain't that something. We all came from somewhere. But we were chosen. I can't get over that. We were chosen. I, I need to move because I'll be here for the rest of my time. I don't need to be here for the rest of my time. 
But the point is, is that I didn't have anything to do with me being a man. God chose that for me. I didn't have anything to do with me being a black man. God chose that for me. I didn't have anything to do with, with even the life I was living. I was in the dark. Oh, but when the light came, when the light shone upon my brow, when I was called out of darkness into his marvelous light, God want everybody in here to know this, that your extremity is his opportunity. When you've gone as far as you can go, when you have figured out all you need to figure out and you still have not resolved it, that's when God steps in when we need him most. So until you come to the end of yourself, you're going to still be running. Hey, hey. You're going to still be running. But when you come to the end of yourself and you stop and say, I can't do this no more. I, 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 can't, I, I can't. I can't figure it out. I need some help. You turn around, you're going to look right in the face of Jesus. Because he's been running you down, baby. Yeah. He has a purpose for our lives. All right. Let's run a plethora of scripture right quick. Chosen for his purpose. What then is that purpose? Go to Romans chapter 8. The 8th chapter of Romans. Because we're here for a reason. We're not just here to take up space. We are here for a divine reason. And I think if a lot of our teenagers would understand this and you know, they would be stronger young people. We're not just floating around on ether waves. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28 and 29 and 30. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called, hello, according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow. See, God knew us before we knew ourselves. For them for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So God makes all things work out according to his purpose. His purpose. See, his purpose is always higher than our purpose. Even when we're done wrong. And we don't quite understand. God says, I got all this. I understand it. You good. Because I'm going to bring you through this. Whatever it is, just know this is working for your good. You may not understand it. You may not be able to sense it or pick it up. But it's working for your good. So what is his purpose? That is right there. To be conformed to the image of his son. In verse 29. To be conformed to the image of his son. How do we get there? Through suffering. Through pain of mind sometimes. So don't be the kind of Christian that think everything you do is going to work out right then. Oh baby, no it's not. We won't be able to see the end of a thing until we get to the end of a thing. But in the meantime we have to trust God for our forward movement. So his purpose is to conform us to the image of his son. Which means now that we have to, as Christians, interact with the world. And that's why a lot of times Christian people lose it because they are more in bed with the world than they are with the body of Christ. We've not been chosen, you know, to enrich 
nightclubs, to enrich gambling places. That's not our purpose. Our purpose to be separated and holy and to walk in this world with the love of Christ in our heart so that we will be able to distinguish the difference not only between right and wrong, but who our real friends and who our enemies are. Let me prove it to you. See, people that don't stand for nothing will fall for anything. But when the love of God that shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, even though he chose us, we are chosen to be conformed to the image of his son. How does that happen? Through trials and through tribulation. And as he is, so are we in this world. Jesus suffered at the hands of people, and so do some of us. Oh, it's easy to go along to get along. It's easy to get in the bed with the world. It's easy when you offer no resistance to begin to say, oh, I don't do that anymore. This is what I do. Oh, no, I don't, you know, I ain't got nothing wrong. You know, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go to parties anymore. If I go, I'm going to take some Bible tracks. Yeah, right. Today's message, chosen for his purpose, FC2668, FC2668, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. 
in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.